you wonderful people out there. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I am Lee. I guess we're reversing things again. Hello, everybody. I don't know. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Black and White Reviews. My name is Will. Hi, guys. I'm Chuck. Hello. I am Chuck. <laughs> That was that fun. was that was that was priceless. That I was am awesome. so happy that you did that. Will. That was a lot that, of fun that. for me to do. Something, something, something. Well, I, I did. I, really I did that. promise you that I was going to make it work. So I was like, "How?" And I was listening because, like, normally when we're recording, I can I can hear the background through through somebody's headphones, either mine or Lee's, because things mm. are so loud. But for some reason, like some of his, I couldn't understand. So I was just like, whatever, something, something, something. I really like the episode, something. (laughs) Priceless. Anyways, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi part three. Oh, great. So, I mean, are are you a little disappointed that they're just doing like part one, part two, part three? Not really. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, it actually, <clears throat> one thing I want to go back to that we didn't even touch upon is when this show started, it actually started as a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Did yeah. you notice that? Yes. <clears throat> Most of the, like, the one-off stories and stuff like that haven't done that. Like, when Ro- when Rogue One started up, you know, it didn't start off with that, you know, so they're they're throwing that's that in because here. It's, that's because it's not, um, it's not part of the original saga. Obi-Wan is big part of the original saga well rogue one is as is it's the same to me i don't see how it's not because <clears throat> it's not a the star wars it's a star wars story it's a spin-off takes of place. the actual main story obi-wan is part of the main story rogue one was happening off in the distance while everything else was happening mm, i don't see much of a difference but i see a difference i, I, I mean i see a difference but i don't see much of a difference it's That's... not the. It's not the. Everybody in Rogue One dies. Oh, okay. It's, there, there's. It's not a. It's not part. Spoiler of the, alert. <laughs> for a movie it's that's not, what six years old at this point. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Six. That's gonna be, yeah. It's not part of the Anakin or Luke Skywalker saga. The story. I, I kind it's of agree with that. The if ba- you're gonna do, it's happening in the background. If you're gonna do mm-hmm. it a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I feel like that would be very specific to like the Skywalker saga. And this mm-hmm. is very much a part of the Skywalker saga. Rogue One wasn't. Solo wasn't. Yeah. So this is this, gotcha. this yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with it, and I'm okay with the part one, part two, part three. Yep. No, I agree as well. I just wanted to bring it up. Cool. So <clears throat> episode. Um, well, let's Great. just let's just get everybody's opinion on the episode. So we talked about this a little bit. <laughs> we had to stop. I said we no, had to don't stop. go further because I want to we, see we, where we this talked goes. about this a little bit. Um the first part of this episode, pretty good, ended in kind of a hot mess. It was not good. It was not good. Like <laughs> I don't know why I don't know who thought that putting a lightsaber battle between Vader and Obi-Wan after Obi-Wan has been doing nothing for 10 years would be anything positive. I wouldn't call that a battle. Neither it wasn't supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be positive. I guess. I, I liked it. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I, I... I thought it was hokey. I thought it looked I, hokey. I thought the dialogue was hokey. 
I am what you made me. Like what? Yeah, really? that's yeah. That one line was kind of cheesy, but it was bad. That Obi Wan didn't. <laughs> it was want, horrible. Obi Wan didn't want to fight at all. He <laughs> no, knew he was he petrified. Was. He was. He was. He, terrified. he was. He was shaking his little his little space boots. Right. He like yeah. he did not. He was trying to avoid it at all costs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but he still defended himself. That's and all then there's he was like, doing. Was... There, there are some big things that don't make a whole lot of sense. For example, what's going on with that tunnel? Yeah. Well, no, that wasn't the tunnel. Yes, it was. Yes, no, it was. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, my question is, I, I thought so, but the second the time I... Side of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... I um. Mm-hmm. This tunnel doesn't make sense. <laughs> it didn't make sense the first time. It made a lot more sense the second time. So I, if you're gonna uh, tell we'll, me that there's some like branch off in this tunnel that's just like hidden from the naked eye, I'm um, gonna have a really hard time swallowing that, dude. We'll talk about that when we get there, I guess. Oh my god. But, <clears throat> so, um, I will say the first half. I think the first two thirds of this were fantastic and there were elements of the last third that I really enjoyed and elements of it that I'm like, I don't understand. This makes no sense. And it's just, it's poorly written. I thought everything else was great, but just this last third, the the dialogue between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader was garbage. I think it was just absolute garbage. I mean, 10, 10 years go by this dude basically kills him and leaves him for dead. There was no dialogue. So we talking about, there was absolutely no dialogue. There was, was dialogue, mon- and it was bad. There was a lot Obi-Wan, of dialogue. No, Obi-Wan wasn't talking. Yeah. It was a monologue. I there think was that's no the dialogue. Problem. I guess so. Yeah. I think that's Obi-Wan's yeah, part of the trying problem. to get out of the way. He kept on trying to run, and Vader kept evading. It kept, he was trying to Going evade Vader, right. and he couldn't. Yeah. And <laughs> Because he's not a Vader. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um... Good so, pun, Lee. No, right. it was bad. I'm just so saying, you, you said you said evade invader, evade him. I got it. So if <laughs> if if you're looking for dialogue, then you're right. It was poor because there wasn't any dialogue. Mm-hmm. It was a few lines from Vader, and that was that's it. that's the problem. Vader was again, speaking. I consider that to be dialogue. He's speaking. He wasn't just standing up there telling a story that was like. Um, supposed to be like rhetorical or anything like he would expect some type of response but he wasn't getting it because obi-wan kenobi was petrified he was he was speechless yeah anyway um yeah i just i feel like the dialogue was garbage i would call that dialogue because he was speaking whether or not uh um obi-wan kenobi was actually responding you know he was responding with his you know his uh movements and whatnot anyway so sorry i'm still choking on whatever i was choking on earlier so i wanted to bring up a couple of things one uh just things on on the last few episodes um one of the things was the girl the the girl who was trying to sell him spice in the last episode that's actually ewan mcgregor's daughter oh is it really yes well good for her yeah so um and What I didn't realize, um, oh, hold on a sec, Wedge, is it Wedge? Are they related? Yeah, Wedge Antilles, the guy who played him, is actually Hugh McGregor's uncle, so they're all related. That's cool. I thought that was really, really, really interesting. I was like, wait, they're all, okay, well that's, 
that's weird. But yeah, they're all related there. So <clears throat> that was just useless, or not useless tidbit, but it was a tidbit of info that I thought was pretty cool. You were right the first time. It um, was pretty useless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I kept saying, like, that girl, she doesn't look familiar, but, like, there's some, there's some reason why they gave her screen time the way they did. And it's like, oh, it's because it's his daughter. Got it. That makes sense. Um, not that she was bad. It was just, it seemed off, odd, the way they did it and then just left it there. Um, <clears throat> unless they plan on bringing her back at some point. What? So, What's wrong? So they've never used just random people for random one-liners or two-liners in the middle of a movie and then just never saw them again for no reason? They have, and we've criticized them. Um, but the point is, so if you say, hey, where's the, where's the gas station? Oh, down the hall and whatever, down the road and to the left, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay, that's fine. This was like an oddly connected conversation, most likely because he was just talking to his daughter. So I'm just saying it, it seemed it was a little, it was either too short or too long for it to make sense. So it just, it seemed like something was up with her. That's the only reason. Um, well, I, I, I don't see it that way at all. I see it a little bit more as right before all that happened, before he, uh, you know, got the spice, he's flat out asking Qui-Gon for guidance and he's being Mm -hmm. handed guidance on a silver platter that can absolutely explain why there's so much dialogue from her. Yeah. Well, look how, yeah, I guess so. It's just, it's, it's more of a, it's not so much, not every um, character in a show or not every character or in a, in a show or a movie has to make a significant connection within the movie of the show. No kidding. Just be there for the part of being there. I understand that, but I'm not talking about the the story itself. I'm talking about the way they make movies, the way they make anything like this. So the way that they do things, they usually do it with an intention, you know, or they, they don't do something intentionally. And here it just seemed like they were either pressing it on pretty thick or not enough if they were going to go further with it. So it seemed like it was out of place from a director standpoint. That's the only reason I'm saying that. That's why it stood out. I would agree with you, know, you, you if yeah. he didn't use the spice, but he used the spice. Right. If he so. didn't use the spice, I would agree with you. That that would be a throwaway line. It would be very odd. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't it wouldn't fit very well into the episode. But because he used the spice in the way that he did it as a distraction and he needed it mm-hmm. like later on, like it, it fit. Yeah. But he could also have just grabbed that while he was in the lab. So they put it in there. But anyway. Um yeah, but that was whole part of Qui-Gon stepping in. Got it. So, a few things to go through. Um, but yeah, I, I, thought, I thought the episode was, was great until that horrible dialogue at the end. So, let's just go through the episode itself. It starts right off pretty much where it ended, where he's on the cargo ship, but at this point he's kind of by himself, and he's actually trying to connect with uh, Qui-Gon. You know, like, where are you? Why aren't you showing up? Why can't you talk to me? The interesting thing is um, <clears throat> if you read some of the, the storyline of the, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi story, I know it's EU stuff. Basically, around the time he finds out that, that Anakin's still alive or, you know, Vader's still alive, that's like pretty much immediately at that point. That's when he's able to connect with Qui-Gon. They haven't done it yet here, but I think that's what they're getting at in this um in the show is that we're going to get Qui-Gon. We are. There's no way that they're not going to give us Qui-Gon one way or another. But um, in the other story, it's immediate, just not when we're seeing it here. So they're on the ship. I still say we get Qui-Gon's voice, not Mm. Qui-Gon himself. I see no reason for Qui-Gon to be seen, but heard. 
Why? Because I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think don't, Liam Neeson is going to come in here and say, you know what, I'll do a quick 10-second <clears throat> thing and do it. I think he'll do it. I think he'll use his voice. I think, I think we'll he absolutely him. will. I think, I think, I think he, he absolutely, absolutely will come back. I think he that. needs mm-hmm. to at this point. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be along the same lines as Luke. Like he saw Obi Wan when he needed to see Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be the exact same thing here. He's going to see yeah. Qui Gon when he needs to see Qui Gon. Qui Gon's gonna show up, and you need to do A, B, and C. This is your, you need to, and it's just it's gonna be one of those. <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be at the end. Yeah, like the. Just before the climax, he's going to be basically. down. Obi Wan's going to be down and out. He's going to be defeated. All hope is lost, and then all of a sudden, Qui Gon <laughs> will show up. You need to, <laughs> as if he hasn't been like that the entire show so far. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like he he gets lower. You know, when you yeah. start thinking like, where's where's your rock bottom? He ain't hit it <laughs> he's yet. Not we hit think it yet. he has, but oh no no, <laughs> he's not he'll hit get it there yet. just before the climax. So anyway, um. Yeah, I I honestly think that we're going to see him. If we don't, we don't. But, you know, then Chuck gets to say for, like, you know, the first time ever, I was right. The first time? Because <laughs> there wasn't a third altar, was there? Mm-hmm. Mm. Who said there wasn't a third altar? You. No, I never said there wasn't a third altar. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. No. You were you were adamantly against Chuck and I when it came to the whole third altar. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen, guys. That's not what the sh- that's not the story. That's not what they're saying. You absolutely did. Yeah. I don't recall being so adamant about it. <laughs> yeah, go go back and listen to six episodes of Moon Knight and then uh, No thanks. The I don't think I ever need to revisit that again. <laughs> I would right. I guess you're right. I wouldn't want to listen to it either if I was going to be proven wrong after uh-huh. out of the six episodes. Oh, uh, okay. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> So Vader's in the diaper tank. He he comes out again. I mean, I'm I'm always I'm forever and always going to call it the diaper tank just because of uh, bad lip reading. Um, but he's in there and there's there he's getting suited up. It looks awesome. It mm. also looks very Tony Stark. But I was you know, thinking I allow it. The whole so yeah, totally Iron Man. But but I but I liked it. You know, I always want to see it. Like, what's it look like when he gets like fully suited up? Because all, all we saw before, um. In was it Empire when we saw the helmet going on from behind, and he kind of spins around in yeah. that thing. Um, we saw that, and we then we that. also saw we didn't see him like being constructed, right? But we did see him on the table, you know, in the be- and at the end of Sith, we saw him. Yeah, actually, we saw him being constructed for the first time, but not reassembled like this. You know that. But this, this is- actually makes sense because he physically can't put himself together. No, <laughs> so he needs a machine to do. He's like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> So, um, as this is going on, basically we keep getting vocal flashbacks of, of Anakin in episode three. So again, they're using the old stock footage just because they have it, um, just to repeat all the things that he's hearing and it's going back and forth. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much that whole thing. Mask goes on breathing and then Obi-Wan just goes, he's coming master. And he is petrified. It's it. This is like a, I don't know. This it felt like a horror movie the way that they, like a thriller horror almost the way that they were trying to set this up where it's like he's coming and you McGregor is just not prepared at all. No, he's not prepared. He's not even like trying to. Not he's ready. just like he's just like peeing his pants. So, um, then we get a a hollow 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 conversation with uh, Rava and Vader while he's on his throne. 
the throne room was awesome. Yes, it you know was. he's over there on Mustafar. Uh, it's Mustafar, right? I think it's Mustafar. Um, and he's on the same throne. place as Rogue One. Yes. Yeah. Well, same place as where the I thought that was where the lava fight was. That's the, where the and, lava fight was. Yeah. So yeah. he just built his his castle there. Um. <clears throat> so he's going back and forth with Reva. Basically says, you know, well, Grand Inquisitor's gone, but if you prove yourself, um. And the position of Grand Inquisitor would be yours. Fail me, and you will not live to regret it. Very classic Darth Vader line. Um, you know, just, there we go. I thought it was awesome. You know, every time we see Vader pop up and stuff, like when we saw him in Rogue One, um, you know, both in the middle and at the end, it was just, it was epic. And I think that they did a great job here, um, kind of bringing that back and not making it over the top. But the ending, we'll get to it. Um, so Kenobi's sitting there with Leia, or sitting there fixing Lola, um, and I and I like how he described how the Force was basically like being alone, like afraid in the dark, you know. And then how do you feel when you turn the light on? You know that safety that you feel. That's what it's like. That's what the Force is like. It's that safety when the light is on and you feel comfortable and safe. I thought that was a good way to do it. To put it, actually, it was a, it was a real nice, um, real nice, yeah, real nice. You know, at adding some some feeling to it, so we're all kind of understanding it. It's 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 a lot different than Luke, you know, showing Ray with a little piece of grass. You know, can you feel it? Can you feel it? Oh, I feel it! I feel it! Smack. <laughs> so, it was really cool to see him go through this. I really think they're doing a great job with building up or rebuilding um, the Kenobi character here. Um, it's it's great to see him just broken down and then rediscovering. Um, why he was a Jedi in the first place. That's what we're working towards here. Um, yeah, so. I love the rebuilding of it. Jesse can go into New Hope and watch them kill him off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Know, right? <laughs> well, maybe they'll make a second season. <laughs> I, I'd watch, I would watch multiple seasons of, of Obi-Wan. Because if they do that, and they do this whole Vader thing, and then they do another one and bring in Maul, I'm all for it. Yeah, they still got another that, 10 years of him hanging around on the desert, peeping on Luke. So that's seven. true. He, he that's could, true. He we we get to learn when, another adventure. Yep. We get to learn when he learns how to make a crate dragon sound. Um, you know, all those goofy little things because and, that's important. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we get to learn like how he just suddenly forgets who R2D2 is like, hello there little friend. Like, how would you not, I don't understand how everybody just forgets who R2D2 is. It's, he's a very particular specific droid. I don't understand how people just forget. Or see, that's, or C-3PO. Yep. Well, you know. Especially Anakin. Darth Vader. Oh, I know. Like, built him. A lot of things don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they get to where they're going. They arrive on Mapuzo, which is basically a mining planet. And they sneak past the loaders. And they're just walking through the desert, basically. Um, Kenobi and, and Leia. And she's just like, you know, da-da-da-da-da, whatever. And he's not trusting anyone doesn't want to be seen like we have to be sneaking she's like why um and as they're walking he looks over and sees an image basically of an unscarred or anything anakin just in a robe so it's just straight up hayden christensen in a jedi robe looking ominously at obi-wan from you know meters away many meters meters huh? why many meters why why was he there yeah, why? Oh no, I'm just like why 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 like that? 
because it's well, the I good like in that him. because that's the last thing that, that was the good in him. It didn't look like the good in him. No, it looked that like was, he was the pretty last... upset. That's that Anakin. Was... That that's mm. what I mean. Like that's not Darth Vader. That's Anakin. Right. And it's the right. last time and it's the last way that Obi Wan saw him. Right. So there's he two things here. There is there Darth is th- there is a thing there is a thing going on here where it's 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 the Force. It's the whole Jedi thing. It's magic. But it's it's the last remnant of what Anakin is, and of course, so, like Obi Wan's going to be able to see this because it's 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 unexplainable to us because we don't know what it is like to be a, a, a Jedi. But essentially, so he, it's like you go through the entire entire arc of Anakin, and then you get to like Empire and Jedi, where it's like there's still good in him, there's still good in him. This is it. I think it was an hallucination. I was gonna say I don't <laughs> think this is a force. I don't think it's a force thing. I think it's just. Kenobi losing it. I don't fear. I think it's his fear yeah. producing I, a host well, because Leah. If it was the Force, we would have seen. We probably would have seen Vader as he is, not as Kenobi remembers him. So right, that's why I really felt that it was just in his head. But you even know, he this was part too, it. just the look on Leia's face, face, not faith, face. You know, we're talking last episode about her intuition. Mm-hmm. She knew. Without even saying anything, she knew something was up. Oh, yeah. And she's oh, like, yeah. with her look on her face, she's like, what are you looking at? Without mm-hmm. having to actually say, what are you looking at? There's a bigger uh, place for that conversation later in the episode. Well, well, within the next couple of minutes, there's a bigger conversation for, for something like that to come up. But I think, yeah. this was, I think this was flat out, you know, magic, mumbo jumbo, Jedi, I see Anakin. Mm. Th- that I mean, there is a there is a monumental difference between the character of Anakin and Vader, and Obi Wan is seeing Anakin. Mm. I don't think it's a hallucination. I don't think he's losing his mind. I think this is act. I think this is actually something you know tangible within this universe. Maybe. Now, your, what are your thoughts on so this you know this little Leia here, this ten year old Leia. I don't think anybody really expected her to be around as much as she's around. I would expect but, her to be around way more than Luke was around. I mean, she was given to a senator, a senator who traveled. Yeah, she's much right. more important. She's she's very important. But here's the question: it, they're they're showing her so much that you would you would assume that she's got a connection to this character Obi Wan Kenobi. Why? Why doesn't that impact later on in A New Hope? Why would that be assumed when he hasn't seen her for 10 years? 10 years? 10 years. I'm just saying, like, you go through something like this where she spent her whole life just kind of, like, being babied and being royalty, and then suddenly she's kidnapped and goes through on this, like, epic journey here? Do you think she's... Because George Lucas didn't write it like that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So they're doing this, and they're taking... So this right, is, and they're, this is so something they're taking that, liberties. Okay, so... Normally, we poo-poo a whole lot of remakes or reboots. When it comes to something like this, I am not opposed to changing dialogue or, like, dubbing in certain audio to, like, bring everything full circle. So if they Mm -hmm. wanted to go back in New Hope and fix a couple of things with a couple (laughs) of lines of dialogue, I would kind of be okay with it because you're doing something like this. Or even add in a full-on, like, CGI scene I, where you have, you know, a 20-something-year-old 
Leia, you know, having a conversation with somebody about her experience with Obi-Wan when she was 10. I kind of wouldn't be against something like that, just to make everything make sense. Well, because now you're, getting in, now you're getting into this whole thing about what is canon, what isn't canon, this doesn't make sense, Lucas mm-hmm. did something different, Disney's doing something different, what are we... Because, yeah. Because if you go right from not... this to New Hope, there's like, why doesn't Leia remember Obi-Wan? <laughs> True, I mean, we don't see a lot of her interacting with Obi-Wan, if you if you remember watching well, New well, Hope, I'm like, they're, I... they're never really together, you but she does my... leave that message. It wasn't, because the initial message in, in, um, in New Hope that's isn't, you help me, saying. it's, you help my father help my during father the Clone, in the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Exactly. Not a word about her experiences with Obi-Wan when she was 10, like, exactly. hey Obi-Wan, do you remember me from when I was 10 and you helped me, and you helped my mm-hmm. father, like, that could easily <sighs> be, like, thrown in. That could, yeah. that's, that's a line, that's a sentence that could very easily be thrown into New Hope to make everything make a little bit more sense. But, you know, so that's, that. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing, that's the only real interaction that they have, which isn't even direct, if you think about it. Cause no, no direct Obi-Wan interaction. Obi-Wan goes off, goes off by himself while they rescue her, and the only time she sees him in that movie, like face-to-face, is when he gets struck down. That's it. From a distance, she sees that. Yeah. That's it. You know, Luke yells out, no! And then that that's pretty much, there we go. Um, but yeah, I just, I thought it was a little strange because that was that, um, that distress call that she sent out that does not say anything about, like, remember me or anything. Of course, because they didn't think they were going to do this ever. No. Um, but then again, it's the same thing with, um, if you think about it, when they did Empire Strikes Back and, no, was it Empire? What was the one where... Um, from a certain point Jeez, of view. No, 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 yeah, a certain point of view. That was Jedi, that was Jedi. It? Yeah, so one of uh, Alec Guinness's last things that he ever did. That was right after um, Yoda dies. Right. So right off. after Yoda dies, he yeah. says the whole certain point of view, which was just to make up for the inconsistency in the first movie, where he says, yeah, you know, he, he struck your father down. It's like, yeah. And he's like, well, what I said was true from a, from certain, a certain point, point of, view. of view. And it's like, wait, no, it's not. He struck him down? No, you, you basically <laughs> straight up said that he struck him, not he killed him or, or anything like that. He struck him down. It's like, well, okay, we can that play with metaphors. That betrayed and your father. That, betrayed and murdered. That's that, what it was. That's a line. Yeah. That is a line. Yeah. Darth Vader betrayed and murdered your father. Betrayed like, and murdered. Yeah, no, that is that, that is, is not what not, happened, sir. Nope, not what happened. <laughs> and it's funny because if you think about it, when they when they first filmed Empire Strikes Back, the line was "I knew your father" or "I killed your father" was his line. Darth Vader killed your father was the line. And then, but um, just before they they actually did everything, they told Luke only Luke George Lucas told told Luke or whoever told Luke specifically the line is actually. I am your father, but nobody else on set, nobody else in in the movie knew that that was the actual actual line. So when the movie came out and they changed the dialogue to I am your father, you know, that's not true. It's impossible. All that stuff. Everybody's mind was blown. Even the people who were working on the movie. That's cool. So, yeah. And that's because, again, they didn't have any of that stuff lined up. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to make this movie called Star Wars, you know, and then they changed it later on to Episode 4, A New Hope. It's like, oh, well, he had, because... He, he technically had a nine-part saga pre-written before he even did Episode 4. That's why he called uh, he, it he had a, Episode he had 4. A, not when the movie first came out. It was just Star Wars. When the movie was first released, it was just Star Wars. It was not Episode 4, A New Hope. They okay. changed that later on. Okay. 
Yeah. So when the first movie came out, that was that. And then later on, he added, he said, you know what? We can make this a big deal. And that's when it all became something bigger. Right. But he already had parts of it written. He already had Anakin's part. He had ideas. He had a layout. He had a very basic bare bones basic layout, layout that they didn't even go with. For a lot he's of not it. he's not credited as the writer for Empire. What's no. his name is? Well, I mean, what Kirshner was the director, yes. right? No, no, no. I think Lucas was the. I think Kirshner was credited with. Oh, he was the writer. Okay, okay, that's what it was. So, yeah, yeah. So that, but that's the thing is like Lucas had a very basic layout, but it was it was not it was not set in stone until he was actually making the movie. But anyway, that's just, it's just my point of, I think we brought this up before, Back to the Future, into Back to the Future 2. The way Back to the Future ended was was the whole, like, hey, we have to go back, and we gotta go into the future to save your kid, which makes no sense. So when people were, like, clamoring for an actual sequel, they're like, well, we kind of wrote ourselves into a corner because this makes zero sense, so let's just make this movie that makes even further no sense. Okay. Yeah, that's basically what happened there. So they kind of did it. Um, the same idea is not knowing what's going to come out of it and then just trying to find a way to make sense of it and, and kind of hoping that people would just forget and, and accept it for what it is and move on. Yeah, sure. And that's what's happening. I don't here. know if you can compare her not saying one line in <laughs> A New Hope to this as you usually compare Back to the Future 2 to Back to the Future 1. Yeah. That faux pas, for lack of better words, is greater and much more obvious in... Back to the Future than it is in this, mm-hmm. because well, I'm not I'm not saying they're on par. Some people, I'm, just, I'm using an extreme example in order to. I compare. get that, but what I'm saying is even some people, some people could argue that Leia is doing that so that she doesn't give her relationship over if someone catches it. They they may not know her story to protect that. You have mm. no, there could be many different reasons as to why she said there could what be. she said. Yeah, there could be, but and when you're when you're you know, 20 years old, or in this case, 17. <laughs> you're not, your first thought isn't back when I was 10. No. She was but 17 if you're, years if you're old. Reaching, if you're reaching out to somebody who saved your life, like, multiple times in a big situation when you were kidnapped, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't forget that. Most people, you I mean, in, unless that. it was, it was so, unless, <laughs> unless it was like so traumatizing that that entire part, like year of her life, you know, was just like repressed and she forgot about it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they erase her memory. There we go. Problem solved. You know, let's just do that. Everybody gets their mind wiped and we're back to square one. If this ends, do whatever we want now. If it's this like, ends with Obi-Wan doing some Jedi mind trick. To erase her memory of this entire thing. No, no, no. He's he's gonna give her a kiss of forgetfulness. Oh, That's geez. what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh no. You know you know who it is. Um, Sammy Jankus. That's that's what this is all gonna be. It's remember Sammy Jankus. Sure. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Okay, so. Um, Rava arrives to meet up with the Inquisitors, and she has an argument with the fifth brother there about who's next in line, you know, to be Grand Inquisitor. And she basically says straight up, yeah, well, I just talked to Darth Vader. He's like, what? Like, directly? Like, you actually spoke to him? She's like, yeah. And she and he asked me directly to lead the hunt. So, you know, there we go. So, so oh, Chuck you'll was get wrong you about deserve. something. Oh, yeah? What's that? Um, 
the Grand Inquisitor didn't show up. Mm-hmm. You said last he didn't week. Show up. You said last week that it was slated for all six episodes, sir, and True. he did not show last up in week, this episode. In IMDb, he was slated for all six. Now mm-hmm. he's slated for five. Uh huh. You watch next, next week, week it'll be four, four, and the four. week after that it'll be three, and the week after that, yeah. Because I looked that up. I looked so that up. So I'm like, back. I am back on my thing. I hope he's dead, just so I can hear Lee go off about how this makes no sense and he shouldn't be. I hope he's gone. Yeah, I'm gonna be really upset. I know you will. No, and I'm what looking forward be, to it very what much. Gonna, he's gonna be. It's, I'm so upset. And what this likens to is when they made Back to the Future <laughs> and they went up to a corner and they could, they had to just do it anyways. So, you know what? They just did it anyways. And they that just did it the anyways. <laughs> they just did it anyways. I can't wait. I hope he's dead. Mm. I mean, he did get run through, like, with a lightsaber. I like, know. They made, it, they made it pretty clear that he was dead. Yeah. But. I don't know, I mean, though. Darth I... Maul got cut in half. True. <laughs> and they brought him back. <laughs> but we didn't see him, like, sitting there, like, not breathing with his eyes open. Okay, you're we, right. We saw him fall down going, oh. Darth Maul got cut in half and fell down one of the endless holes that are in Star Wars universe. Like oh, the you ones with no bottom. You know what? The, the, Empire well, usually fe- the, the, the Emperor fell the down Emperor. an endless hole and he lived. He so did. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can Falling you know, he, does not kill people in this universe. Yeah, couldn't he, didn't he just ride the lightning? I mean, I'm no, pretty that's, sure. That's, that's Wonder Woman. Oh, right. That's Wonder right. Woman. That's what it Speaking is. about yeah. that, it's complete, completely off topic. But uh, DC is... I read, oh, what did I read it? I forget where I read it, but essentially Todd Phillips is going to become kind of a consultant for the DC universe moving forward. And Todd Phillips is the guy that, you know, did everything with um Joker. It, the hangover. So I am Hangover. Did, didn't he do the Hangover? I don't know, but I know he did Joker. Oh. And they're bringing him in to be like a consultant for the DC universe moving forward. This is fantastic. That's, that's, in- that's interesting. That is fantastic. Yeah, Todd Phillips did the Hangover movies. Good for him. Good. And I believe Goodbye, he was also MCU. What was that movie? Was it was yeah, it GGMCU. Road Trip? <laughs> was it Road Trip? I don't care I about any was... of the comedies that he did. I'm specifically talking about Joker. No, I'm pretty sure it was Road Trip. Good for, no, he good was for Road he trip. was in good it. For, he, good for, he Good for Road listen, Trip. Good for Hangover. Listen. I don't care. So, <laughs> I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Chuck. So, do you care? Um Todd Phillips was in Road what? Trip. <laughs> do you remember Amy smarts on the bus, and there was that weird guy who tried to like lick her foot. Sure, that that's Todd Phillips. Okay, <laughs> cool. Yes. I yeah. watched Road Trip twenty years ago in my heyday. I don't. Uh, stop. I don't. I hate that movie now. Hey man, <laughs> tell her to make me some pancakes. <laughs> anyway, yep. So they have their conversation, and I don't know why. <laughs> Um, as they're as they're going back and forth, um, about like who's gonna take over, um, after that they they basically get the probes ready, and they send them out. I thought it was a kind of a cool shot just seeing the probes go out, and all I oh, imagine was told fr- them, fr- she said straight up, "Do what you're told. Send the yep. probes." Yeah, right. Like, and all I imagined at that point was Frau Farbissina from Austin Powers sending the probes. So here they come. They get shot out, and we've got probes being sent out all over the we'll say uh part of the galaxy that they're in they give a system whatever it says in empire on, on hoth it's the same probes um so it sounds we, like they're saying like it says dig a system in empire when there's 
trolling around on, on Hoth. Wow, I, wow, I wow, hear wow, it wow, now. Wow. I hear it now, but I don't remember. I remember thinking it was just random droid noises before. Sure. Anyway. Um, so, Kenobi and uh, Leia come up with a, a story for who they are and why they're there. That way they don't get picked off. And they're farmers. You're my daughter that doesn't talk. And she's like, I, like, I can't talk or I don't talk. It's like, you're not talking. Like, don't talk. So and she followed that rule real well. She <laughs> proceeds to talk. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the whole time. So she flags down Zach Braff. I mean, um, she, she flags down this uh, giant mole man uh, named Freck, Freck, which was okay. So Zach Braff, he did a great job. I thought his voice, I wouldn't never in a million years guess that was him. Nope. But it was it was fantastic. I, I thought the character was great. You know, he was just like, oh, you know, I'm working with the Empire and blah, blah, blah. So you need a ride? Go ahead and hop in. She just kind of ran with it. She goes, come on, we've been walking for a really long time, Father. Let's just take the help. Okay. And he's not having it. He doesn't trust anybody, but he's like, okay, well, fine, fine. He's learning how to trust some guidance where he thinks maybe, maybe Qui-Gon is still guiding him here in this situation, you know, and but he's not happy about it. Um, they hop in, the Imperial logo's painted on the back, dude seems nice, they both explain that they're from Tall. okay, he likes the people from Tall. they, they do what they're told, and they follow the Empire, like-minded folk, it's nice to meet, meet like-minded folk, so, as they're going down, there's so some stormtroopers, so this is, this is my question with this character, do you think yeah. he's actually part of the Empire, or do you think no. he's just, he's just a sympathizer, going along with it because it's gonna save his life? Yes, he's just absolutely. going along with it. Yeah, I mean, he he painted that logo on the on the back of his thing just so so people know that he's you know friendly to the empire. Yep, it it covers his butt. He's not like officially working for them. He's just working and he does what he's told and doesn't get bothered. So that's that makes sense. He even has and that, that I mean, line and that's where he says the, nothing wrong with a little bit of order, right? So yeah, he's he's just like you know, hey, I could I could fight it or I could just go along with it and they don't bother me. Well, so. Okay. Sure. Um, you know, just wear your mask, get your vaccine, you know, and you'll be fine. Okay. So, um, stormtroopers are there. They need a lift. And that was interesting. <laughs> I thought, I thought this was great as they're just like, okay, they get on there. I'll be one again. Not really having it, but okay. Just trying to remain calm. Um, so they, they had their, their names that they made up Orden and Luma. And they're, and they're hitching a ride to the port. So they're like, oh, yeah, they're looking for some Jedi. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, we'll find the Jedi. We always do. And the thing about this is you can't see what the stormtroopers are looking at. So as you're sitting there, like, are they staring them down right now? Or are they just kind of doing their thing? And again, this whole episode is just building up tension. The whole thing. It's like there was so much tension built up in this episode between his interactions with these stormtroopers and with Darth Vader. And a lot of it, it's all like right there, like right in his face. Like he's not, he's hiding in the open. That's crazy. Like he's either hiding, like hiding behind a box or a door or hiding right in the open. And the tension's nuts. I thought they did a great job capturing that. Um, so it happens when you shut yourself completely off from the forest. So... Did you skip the part? Did you skip their conversation they have before these stormtroopers jump up on this truck? I, uh, I think no. you're talking about later on. That's the the brother and all that stuff. Yeah, that's later. 
Um, the brother. Which conversation are you talking about, Will? The one where she brings up the fact that he knew her yeah, mother. That's, that, yeah, that's much later. Okay. That's obviously after this because that's when he brings it up. That's so, directly after this. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I thought it happened um, before they got on because they got on and then... Okay, yeah, but it, it makes sense for it to be after because why would they even bring it up unless it was in conversation? Well, so, no, because the conversation that happens right now when he's with the with the stormtroopers is he calls her Leia on accident. Yeah, so let's yeah, get to yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, okay. So as they're as they're talking, um, he's like, "Oh, so what's your story?" He's like, "Oh, it's a long story. Oh, we got a long ride." So, okay. So they explain that um, her mother's not with them anymore, and then they're asking about the Jedi and everything. He's like, "Oh, I wouldn't know one if I saw one." Okay. And then they're like, okay, we'll do that. And then he turns and he goes, they know what they're doing, Leia. And he's like, what? He called her Leia. I thought her name was Luma. Like, <laughs> this guy's voice sounded like a cartoon character to me. I don't know why. I thought her name was Luma. And then he's like, oh, Leia was her mother's name. I get confused. <laughs> I mean, honestly, all of it was a really good cover-up anyway. Yeah, I get confused. But did they know they were looking for Leia? No, because it's it's a, that's a very com that's not a very common name, or it could be. I don't know. No, but she had already had Ray Ray. Was it Ray or Rava? Rava. That was Rava. She had Leia Leia kidnapped, so her name right. is so going around. You, you'd think it. So I'm surprised that they didn't catch on and and do anything here. Like you said, her name was Leia. We're looking for a Leia. Oh no, no, Leia was her mother's name. This is Luma. Like that would have been a pretty dead giveaway at that point. It almost was, but then what he says here... They probably don't know. That's what I'm thinking. They I don't probably think they, don't they're, know. Like, I don't think they're privy they're to not, that information. I think they're there to do... It's like, um, it's like any big corporate... Well, it's like any big government or any big corporation. Like, compartmentalization right. is key. Like, everybody... They know what they every, need to know. Every, exactly. They know what they need to know. Like, you're here on this mining planet to do this job. You don't need to know what the other people, you know, a light year away are doing. Like, that's not important to you at all like that's kind right. of right. i don't know right so this is where he turns and looks at it and says sometimes when i look at luma i see her mother's face and he again just like in the last episode is absolutely serious she picks up on this immediately hardcore so that's yep. so they they thanks for the ride freck hop off she's like you knew my mother why like why are you hiding all these things for me <laughs> you knew my you know, mother it's like well, you first clearly she knew asks her. if he's if if he is her real father. That's after. Yeah. Yeah, nope. that's, that's after. That's after. That's immediately after. You knew my immediately mother. After. You're hiding something. Are you my real father? Mm-hmm. Oof. Right. Yeah. And, he's, and he said, I wish I was. Oof. And again, it's like everything here was, was rough because it's just like, I really wish your father wasn't who, what he is now, you know, and you could have a relationship. And... Or he could just be being creepy and like he had a thing for Padme and he's that's what I was jealous. thinking. That's kind of what he's I was like, thinking too. I wish I was. <laughs> I wish no, I was. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I thought that, and it's just like okay, um, but no. The reality is, he just. He, I wish that your father wasn't actually who your father is, and you had a, a better story. You know. Well, a he does reality. empathize because he's like, even as Jedi, we we were taken away as kids as well too. I never met my exactly. Father. The part that questions me, that I have a question about, is they are a foot and a half away from Freck, and he's mm-hmm. not hearing any of this conversation. They're they're more than a foot and a half away. They're in the no, back. They're, they're in the yeah, back. Yeah, but the yeah. stormtrooper goes real quick. He's like, he knocks on the thing, goes, "This is our stop." Doesn't yell it. Doesn't scream it. He just goes normal voice. This is our stop. Yeah, he but stops that's and he gets off. 
That's movie uh, stuff for you. Yeah. People people whisper right in front of people all the time in movies, and I'm and I go. They clearly would have heard that. Yeah. If you if you and I were, I mean, I can hear my neighbors talking from their porch, like from their their back deck, just just talking at a normal tone while I'm here in my garage, you know, seventy five feet away. You know, it's like, whatever. So, when they get. When do we? Uh, I, I I question Obi Wan's guilt and where a lot of it comes from, especially when mm-hmm. I watch a scene like this. Mm-hmm. I know it's not explicitly outlined in the movies, but when do we think Obi Wan learned about Padme and Anakin? Did he well, learn I mean, about them sometime in? Epi- I think in between. In between episode three, yeah, episode three, he knows. Episode two, he doesn't. So episode three, we go into it. He knows because Padme's pregnant. So he obviously did, knows. But my, my, my point is, did he know about that before she became pregnant? Like at any time, at any so. time in episode two, did he like have a look on his face? Did he question anything? Was he wondering about it? Yes, because he I'm does, starting because, to think, I'm yeah. starting to think a big part was it of his two guilt. or three. It was was it two or three that they try to they try to attack her with the little that was two. Thing. So yeah, that two. was right off the bat. Right, because he's like, you need to put your feelings. Right. He's like, yes. you need to put your feelings aside for her. A, a big right. part of me job. is thinking that a lot of his guilt might just be, I knew about this and I allowed it to happen. What did you guys think about the whole brother thing? The whole brother thing? Yeah, he brought up. He's like, I I remember a baby. I think I had a brother. Sure. Yeah. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think anything of it either. You didn't think that they were uh, leading to something? Not really. Okay. It was too short to mean anything long enough where it could have gone somewhere. Right. That's where it was like, hmm. Like, it seemed like he kind of dwelled on it for a moment, but then he moved on. So I don't know. No, I think he was just trying to empathize with her. And that was yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Being a kid saying, taken away from your family. Yeah. And thinking you had a brother. You know, was he hinting that she has a brother? Maybe. No, I think he was no. just trying to empathize with her. I think he her. was just trying to empathize with her. About trying to remember his childhood and thinking right. back to when he was taken, because at a young age he was taken, mm-hmm. and which is probably why Anakin was too old. Because you have to be like really young, mm-hmm. you know. And your your parents give you up. Yep. So, but she's not a Jedi, so he's trying yet. So right. she, he's trying to just empathize with her. I don't think he's looking at it any other way but straight up empathy with, I know what you're going through. I've right. lost family too. Well, again, so when we talk about movies and shows and stuff like that, there's two different sides of what we're talking about. There's the story and the world that they're creating, and then there's the intention of the people who are directing it. So that's why I'm saying, like, you know, when they show somebody so long, it's like, hmm, what was the intention of the director? You know, kind of like when we do First Principles, what was the author's intention here? You know, like there's the author's intention and then there's like the director's intention. So there's two different things that we're kind of looking so at I'll, when we I'll, say it. I'll give you that if in the next three episodes his brother is brought up again. <laughs> no, I'm not say, I'm not stuck on that. I'm just I was just m- making a point for like other things that we think about when you look at it from a certain way. It's like it could be just like uh, an editing slip where it's like, oh, yeah, that did kind of hang there a little bit. 
and, you know, it was unnecessary. It wasn't a straight-up troll like we got before with, um, you know, aerospace engineers and stuff like that, you know? Ralph. Um, why, can't Ralph. It, why, why can't it just be as simple as, I know what you're going through. I am going to sympathize with you. It is. I'm just wondering if, from a directorial standpoint, they were doing something with that. Again, maybe at the whole point where it's like, I think I had a brother, like definitely empathizing with her because she did have a brother. So he's kind of feeling it, too. Like, I know what you are going through and this, you know, not not trying to not so much hinting to her that you had a brother, but him kind of realizing that feeling as well, like being taken away from your family, you know, having a mom and a dad and maybe a brother. Okay, you know, he's recognizing how similar their lives are. You know, and he's not so much dropping a bomb that she's got a brother, but recognizing it in his own way. That's the only thing I was getting at there. Again, directorial thing. Um, anyway, after all this conversation, they get to my favorite part of the episode, and I wish that the rest of it was all like this because it was brilliant. I thought it was fantastic. I love the way they did it. It almost had like a Terminator feel to it in certain ways. Um, especially with the probe. Anyway, they get to this checkpoint and uh, Freck hops out. They're, well, first they're like, oh, can we get off here? He's like, oh, no, no, they're friends of mine. Don't worry about it. At this point, I'm like, okay, you know, he's clearly, again, go. he's a he's an Imperial sympathizer, so he's on their side. And um, so he just comes up. He's like, oh, what's this? Oh, I picked up these, these strays. Thought you might want to check them out. Okay, we'll go check them out. Perfect. See, this so, right here he, is what makes me question if he's, just trying to survive, or if he's literally with the Empire? It's. I think it's exactly what he said. I think he's trying to survive, but of course, if you're trying to survive, you're not trying to hide from the Empire. If you got something that might help them out, you would just give it to him. Like, he's just trying to live his life and stay out of it, but he's not, like... When you say with the Empire, you, are you alluding to maybe he has some kind of rank? Oh, yeah, that's what Is that what you're like. asking? No, I'm thinking that maybe he... Not ranked, but hired by working for. No, oh. I don't think it's. I don't think he's. I. It I think he's be. just living his life, and he's under. He's empi under empirical empirical rule. Right, so. but he's also looking at. Okay, so so every person that's in his truck when he gets to that checkpoint, he's gonna pass them off to the Empire. I don't. I don't know. Well, if I he think, thinks if he thinks something's up, but he, he even said it right off the bat when he first met them. That's an odd story. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, from a so. ten year old, and then he kind of gave it. More right, and Obi Wan kind of gave it more, you know, depth to the story, right? And he, and he and he bought into it, but yeah, but he didn't he didn't go over there and say I've got them in the car. He says picked up some strays, maybe you should check them out because he he had a weird feeling about them, you know. That's he's just trying to cover his own butt. I don't think he was going out there intentionally to go scoop them up or like he had a mission that was you know an Empire mission. I think he just, he scooped them up and said, hey, you should probably check these people out. Like, I'm happy to give them a ride, but if they're criminals and wanted by you, please take them. So, Chuck may have a point. Um, think back, and you would have to do a lot of this, think back to 30 plus years ago during, you know, Soviet Russia and the way communism ran in that country. If mm. you ratted somebody out, it elevated your social status. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, like it yeah. didn't matter. It, like your education, your 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 place in life didn't really matter. If you did something that was very pro government, 
it mm-hmm. elevated your status to like a new position or something like that. that. Like there were people in charge of things over there during Soviet rule. Like you had absolutely no qualifications for, but you got there because you were loyal. Like it could be mm-hmm. somewhat of the same thing. Well, yeah, that's a benefit to him. Yeah. But again, it wasn't like he was doing anything actively before. He was just doing his job. Sure. You know? And he's like, yeah, I'll help them out. And then I get the benefit of them yeah, getting exactly. off my back. He has the benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So I see where you're going. I don't think it's to the degree that you might have been thinking, Chuck, but I agree that he's working with them. It's just he's not working for them. He's working with them. There we go. It's more of a partnership than an employment. No, because if it was a partnership, then he could he wouldn't have to give over to him all the time. He could do what he wants to do as the other 50 percent of the partnership. He's Mm. working for them to a degree Eh. Um, it's because. I don't, I honestly don't think that, you know, and I'm hanging on this point because he, he, he was a pretty big character in this episode. He wasn't just, you know, one and done. I mean, he probably will be for the episode one and done for the season. Um, but in this episode, he pretty, he played a pretty big, a pretty big substantial role. And when he got to a checkpoint, I think. Personally, I think that he did overhear some of the conversation to a degree that was going on in the back of the truck because he wasn't having an issue with the with the stormtroopers before when they were in the truck with him. And then when they were alone having the conversation, I think he might have overheard some things or thought he overheard some things, which is then what caused him to give them up, per se, to the next set of stormtroopers that came along. Yeah, Um, maybe. It's entirely possible. Yep. I think he is I think he is to a degree even being paid by the Empire to work for them. So he is employed by them in one facet or another, not just a sympathizer. That's how I that's my personal perspective. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's gonna go any further. Like if we're gonna, gonna see go him again. Further. But I mean, we can all have our own opinion on what we think his motivations are and what his connection is. I mean, yeah, it, it, it very well may be. I just, I don't feel so strongly about it like you do. But um, this, this, the scene that comes up is just fantastic. So they ask him to get out. They start asking some questions. Things aren't adding up. They're like, wait, this kind of adds up more. Well, they are adding up. They're adding up more to these are the two people that they're looking for. Um, the probe comes out there. They said, you know, basically send the probe in whatever execute order 23 or something ridiculous. And um, the probe comes, and it's amazing. I love this. Look up. I said, look up. And he looks up, and the probe scans his face. And just as it locks on and starts to actually scan him, he shoots, he shoots the probe right in the eyeball with the gun that he's got ready to go. I loved it because we saw it from the probe's perspective. Very Terminator. I love that. Yeah. And, he sh- and he shot into the camera. Just the way that they... The way they shot this entire scene, I thought was brilliantly shot, and it's something that I would emulate if I was doing something along these lines. I thought it was just, it was shot for shot fantastic. Just the way they started off, like, you know, the tension's building, tension's building, and then they do this, and it's just like, you know, no holds barred at this point. He's just taking everybody out. It's awesome. They've built up all this tension to get to this part. One dude, he's up on the top, he shoots him, he gets bisected on the race shield, which (laughs) was was amazing, Um, which, hey... Again, he got cut in half. He might still be alive. We don't know. We didn't see his face. Um, so we'll see. No, he's um, 
<laughs> if it's a stormtrooper, he's dead. He's dead. Um, but, um, <laughs> so then at one point, there's one trooper left, and he's got Leia. You know, he's got her in a lock. He's got his hand, you know, his gun up to her. And um, he's like, you know, okay, you know, hey, I'll put my gun down. He reaches down and fakes him out. He's like, let the girl, shoots him. You know, great shot. He's a really good shot, which is funny because he didn't like guns in the beginning, but maybe he's trained himself. (laughs) So here's my big question about this, because coming to the next scene, he had taken out, what, four, five stormtroopers in this section? Mm -hmm. Yes. But then kneels before three. So here's the difference. He had the element of surprise at that point. Did he? He did. There was there was craziness going on as opposed to a, you know, other troopers coming out and they're all facing him with guns. If you have all troopers facing you at that point with guns and you don't have the element of surprise. He was yeah, surrounded. He, There's no element yeah. of surprise here. Well, from the, the they actually mm-hmm. got him on surprise. Yeah, they jumped him first. And he got out of the he got out of the mesh the mess of four four five or six stormtroopers. Maybe and he was tired. Three of them who were just <laughs> standing on top of the truck. Mm-hmm. He just he, he could just shot all three of them before they even walked down. Right. But he just. But, but he also just, you know he had Leia right next to him too. At this point, it was just it was. I think it was a slightly different situation. They were all they had their guns at the ready. They had they had the high ground for a second there. And I think the first anyway. situation he found himself in was worse than the second. There was no yeah. element of surprise going on anywhere in this. <laughs> no, well, they didn't expect him to have a gun on him and to, and to like freak out. But then again, they probably thought he was a Jedi, which I mean, is so, he still considered a Jedi if he's turned off? I, I don't know. He's a Jedi. So okay. I have another <laughs> problem with what happened here. So right after he takes up the first set of guards, he goes over to the to the laser beam gate and he tries mm-hmm. to turn it off and then he decides to shoot it so he can walk through. Yeah. Why can't he just walk around? That was my thought. Yeah. <laughs> my exact thought was he could just very around, easily dude. walk around. <laughs> like, right. You skipped no, over to the there's troopers. There's nothing obstructing and... his way at all. Like what? He has right. to hop over a little rock. Like that's it. Like it's it's it seems very simple. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was wondering that too. That's, the only um, reason we, why we, I'm bringing we it up. Over it. Is because it's video game logic. Mm-hmm. Like anytime you come across something like this in oh, yeah, any video game you pay, you cannot <laughs> go over the rock. You're just kind of walking into nothingness. You try to jump, you can't jump over the. It's ridiculous. It's so stupid. Like you have to deal with this gate. This is in your way. You have to deal with this gate, even though there's ways around it all around you. There's two different maybe, pa- Like it, it's so stupid. I hate maybe this. that was a reference to a specific video game that came out sometime in well, the past. It's a reference ten years. to every video game then, because <laughs> every video game does Star this. Wars. Well, the, the real the real life story is the green screen only went from one side of the gate to the other. <laughs> the actual sides around it <laughs> were imposed into the shot. Unbelievable. Right, right. That's my problem. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at this thing like what? Why? Just just Yeah, go I, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. So this officer arrives at the troopers and she takes out the troopers. Okay. I kind of saw that coming when she came walking out, probably because I saw the cast well, well, listing. Well, but you didn't even see her until after she kills him. So how did you see it coming? N- no, she comes walking out all, you know, official and everything first. I missed that. Yeah. If she comes, she comes walking, walking out, out first, I, I missed that. I saw her. Yeah. 
I saw you see her in the background, but then you she comes walking out after she kills him. Oh, maybe. Okay, maybe I just got it. Either way, um, it was pretty obvious when she showed up just because I saw the cast listing and her character's name was Tala. So when I saw her introduced um, in, in there, I was like, oh, that's clearly her. So, you know, I, I saw it coming, you know, when they were down there. I'm like, somebody, she's going to just take them out. Okay, that makes sense. At first, I thought maybe all of them were the sympathizers because they were supposed to meet somebody out there. Mm. Um, you know, the rebel, people on the rebel side there. But, um, yeah, it was uh, not that. So we kind of cut back over. Well, yeah, the rebels, they exist, you know, just very. There's no rebel alliance yet. Mm, not, no, there not officially. There absolutely is a rebel alliance. It's, it's, not, it's not as unified as no. what we get later on. But there are people who are rebelling against the Empire. Yes. Yes. I, I think it's more of a resistance at this point in time. They're, well, they're, yeah. they're, listen, more I, so I, than I don't want, let, let's not get bogged well, down on this. Let's not get bogged down on this. They're not organized yet. But it's absolutely no. going on. Right. People are rebelling. The, yes. They're resisting. They're There's rebelling. Not a, they're, they're not like all unified and organized, but it's, it's, we're in the beginning stages of what is the rebellion. Right. Yeah, so we should be seeing... Uh, what's his face there? Oh, I lost his name. Uh, Forrest Whitaker should be somewhere popping up. Saul he's, Guerrero? He, uh, he's Saul doing Guerrera. something. He's out there. He's doing something. What's funny is if you see Saw Gerrera in Clone Wars, he looks nothing like Forrest Whitaker. What? There's no, like, there's no lazy eye? No, no. It's oh. like a straight, it's like a skinny Mexican dude. Oh, great. <laughs> like, not at all. Because Forrest Whitaker is Mexican. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh boy. So the Inquisitors know where they are. And apparently the fifth brother informed Vader first, which doesn't make Rava very happy. Because she's like, okay, so now they have this battle back and forth. Who's the teacher's pet? Who's going to get the Grand Inquisitor role? Okay. And uh, there's that. But then they're, they're going to sneak into a safe house place, and Leia gets into how she actually misses home now. So it's starting to realize, she, she's starting to get to that point where she's realizing her home was much better than where she's at right now, and she's really in a bad spot. What, Chuck? Nothing. What? I'm trying to figure out what battle you're talking about between Rava and... The fifth brother. It I say battle? Was, yeah, you said battle. This battle between them that happened right then and there. Well, yeah, not, not a fake, like, a, not, not an actual argument, physical just, battle. Just, just, just an argument. Yeah. Maybe I moved on. Maybe I was reading something else and I just auto autopiloted that a, one. They had an anyway, argument. Yes, that was it. Well, she gave him the credit. She says, you can take the credit for this one, but I'm yeah, going to be by his side at the end. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure you are. And then she walks away. Yep. And every time you see her walking away, like even when she's walking in to talk to Vader, mm-hmm. the score that follows her, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I loved the score that follows her when she's walking away, when she's walking into meet Vader, all of it. I think that what they wrote for her was fantastic. So what I think is really cool about the show um is <clears throat> I mean, yes, John Williams does a lot of the music, but he's not the only one. So as John Williams does like the Star Wars stuff, you know, he's like the the main title composer. He composes the main title music, but then you've got Natalie Holt that does the rest of the music, the stuff that's more kind of like what we've been listening to in Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, stuff like that. So I like that they have two different, you know, the music is coming from two different places, but mostly because they've included John Williams into it yeah so 
it's um i mean it, he's he's um he's put hard in here not to when it comes to star wars well i mean he hasn't been doing any of the other ones but my point is it's it's just he's only credited as the main title composer so i think that they have just like one song that he did for it that's like the main title song and then they kind of it was just like a long one and they've taken tidbits here and there but the rest of it is all natalie holt so um but the cinematography is chung hoon chung just in case you were wondering. So, um, Leia misses home, and uh, they sneak into a little safe house, which is basically like a droid maintenance shed, and this loader's there. He's, they're not allowed to communicate. You know, they don't communicate because they're just loaders. But Leia's just like, well, what if he has something to say? Well, actions speak louder than words. I don't know where that's going. I think it's just a matter of recognizing that he's on their side. You know, right. even though we didn't I love speak. how these loader droids, because we saw them before when they landed on the planet. Yeah. They, when they move, they look, they move like a human. They do they, not they, move oh, yeah, like totally a droid. human. It's yeah. hilarious to watch. I'm like. It's pretty they're, funny. They're not robotic. They're just very fluid like humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really make them look robotic at all. It was just a dude wearing a suit. Yeah, it was like a stormtrooper suit with a different helmet. Painted yellow or orange or whatever color it was. Yeah, it yeah. Was what's pretty, the, it was pretty funny. What kind of? What kind of? Um, I forgot what they called the droid. Uh, no Imperial Naval. Naval. I'm wondering who they had in the in the costume because it's chances are the way they do things all the time. It's like somebody famous, like I don't know James Bond or something, <laughs> like they did before with that one. What two lines that they gave Daniel Craig? Yeah. Um, that was ridiculous, but. You know, they're, they're throwing people in there. And it's funny. Now I'm looking at it here. I don't see um, fourth sister, fifth brother, Inquisitor Raver. Yeah, like they don't even have. Um, they don't even have anybody in there for who's in the suit. Interesting. Anyway. Um, now, the funny thing is the the other sister there, the f- um, fourth sister, she's been in a bunch of other stuff as well. Um, I, I knew she looked familiar when they first introduced her. And you guys probably won't even think about this, but there was a third Home Alone movie that did not have Macaulay Culkin in it. I mean, they made like five of these movies at this point. She was one of the um, the bad guys in the third Home Alone movie. So she was the one who was like pretending to be like a neighbor or whatever, and it was all like a sa- the, their their hideout house and everything was there. So there's that. Um, so the Empire, um, they get into this whole conversation while they're in this safe house in the back room hidden behind this or hidden in this shed and talking about how, you know, is this, is it all Jedi that go through here? It's like, well, no, anybody who's force sensitive is basically captured. So we're trying to like save them, even children. Um, There's a character who was, who um, Kenobi was kind of surprised was ever there. Quinlan. Do we remember a Quinlan? Never heard of this guy. It's like, he, he seemed surprised like Quinlan, Quinlan, um, Oh, Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss. Okay. Um, Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss. Oh, you just went okay. from knowing who that was to not knowing who that was, now to knowing who that was. No, no, no. I, I had to check again. <laughs> Quinlan Voss. It was a character in um, Clone Wars. No, that makes perfect sense. That's actually really cool. Okay, that does make sense. I like it. I like it a lot. Um. Oh wow. That's really cool. All right. I like that. I'd like to see that character pop up again because he's pretty awesome. Anyway, so Quinlan was there, um, and he helps, apparently helps smuggle younglings now and then. Um, 
But then he looks up and, you know, you see like the, the Jedi symbol on there. And it was a line written that he wrote, that Quinlan wrote, said, only when the eyes are closed can you truly see. To which Leia asks, see what? And he goes, the way. Now, I don't know. Mandalorian. If yeah, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. <laughs> I don't know if um if they were there. Like, no, this is the way. Um, I love. But, I don't love. I think it's I, really stupid that you have this <laughs> secret area that nobody's supposed to know about. This we have to move around in secret. We all have to be really careful. We have to get younglings and force sensitive people to safety. But yet mm-hmm. you have a whole bunch of different people who are coming in and out of here, just like marking up and carving on the wall to like let everybody know, hey, we're out here, we're alive. Like, yeah, well, it's what a, happens? It's a, it's a, what it's happens? A hidden room. <laughs> what happens if a baddie comes across this and sees all these writings on this wall? I wonder. Like, it's so why? Well, the writings on the wall didn't say we're going to such and such place. But it's, you know, it's, it's, it's it, just, it was just. I, I think it's more of a Lee so-and-so was, was here. here. <laughs> right exactly no. someone so was here and that's that's pretty much it um i i think it's <laughs> dumb <laughs> it wasn't like in just, dumb and dumber it's like for manly love be here at 1 15 p.m just, it's so... <laughs> so anyway the troopers so I two, arrive i have i have two questions okay that we're, we're talking about this. i have two fingers i have 10 oh, oh. The five, the five inquisitors, right? Mm-hmm. They don't happen to be the same five younglings that left. I don't believe so, but then again, I don't know. I mean, because we were talking last episode about how there was I said some five of, them. of them. I said, I, I did say some of them might be. I didn't say all. Yeah. Right, but I mean, it's just, is it coincidence that there's fifth brother, fourth brother, third sister, brand. Like, there's five of them. It's mm-hmm. possible. Yeah, but that, I wouldn't be that, surprised. The, the Grand Inquisitor. The Grand, the Grand Inquisitor, Inquisitor. No, was not a, a human, human, human child. Yeah, you know, they that was all human child. They were humanoids. Humanoids, right? Some were right, humanoid. But, yeah, but he wasn't there. He looks so, a little old. I, yeah. So does yeah, um. So does there. this fifth brother character? He looks a little old. The only one that kind, the only one that I'm looking at that kind of matches up like age wise would be Reva. Yeah, like, like you, but then again, you can't really see the kids because they all have those helmets on. Yeah, so it's hard to know, you know, who they are. Um, right. Yeah. My other question is you this. can't you can't see really anything about them. Um, you can see some have hair. Um, that's really about it. But sure. right. I don't see question, one. Chuck? My other question is this. Obi-Wan goes 10 years without using the Force, right? Yep. He is now beginning to use the Force. Yep. As we're going to oh. see soon, he's going to really tap into it in just a few minutes here. Well, I'll tell you this. Hold. Go ahead. Reva is most likely one of those children. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I would not. I would not doubt it. Okay, Chuck, c- keep going. After I'm, I'm guessing after this mission is over, for the most part, he's gonna go back into quote unquote being a hermit and hiding mm-hmm. for the next six years or so. Unless they plan time. on doing another story with him, right? Unless they plan on doing another story with him in Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Which I would watch. Which, which I if would they absolutely do, watch. So would I. But if they do that, because that's two, that's twice that he gets gets involved and then goes back to another five, six years or so of sure. not using the force and not, you know, not really tapping into it. But then in for, and then in a new hope, he's Jedi mind tricking people left and right. With ease. How? Hmm. Yep. And is and when he when he is killed by Darth Vader, is he at that point really still rank of master? Is he still <laughs> a master Jedi that he can now I wouldn't say force, he was I wouldn't ghost? I see I wouldn't even say he was killed. I would say he more sacrificed himself for like the greater cause. <laughs> he wasn't killed. He just kind of gave up. Oh, right. Yeah, he definitely just surrendered at that point. He surrendered. He wasn't right. killed. But I mean but when he was when he when he died, he's now even more but so at this point it's been 17 years almost where he's barely used the force except for mm-hmm. a handful of times. Mm-hmm. But when he does it in this show, it hurts him. When he does it in um, New Hope, he's doing it with ease. Well, yeah, I think he just he gets back into it after all this stuff. So, but to your then point, again, in New Hope, he was also just kind of like making things like fall over and just being like tick, you know, like little tiny things. He wasn't doing anything crazy force wise, unless you count the crate dragon noise and the mind tricks. The mind tricks, right? But. If we're going to go back to what we talked about last week about he doesn't want to be seen. So for the next mm-hmm. six years, he's not going to use it. It would still hurt equally as much. Disney mm. sees things very differently than Lucas did. <laughs> yes, absolutely. This is this is this is going to be the answer every time. Every time we bring something like this up is going to be, well, George Lucas and go on, go on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. What happens next? So what happens next is the troopers arrive to search the premises, basically take a look at everything. Um, so they're in that shed, and the loader droid is there, and he's hiding a hammer behind his back. Very mm-hmm. human, human-like. Like, it's not robotic at all. But I love how he's, like, they're, they're questioning him, and he's just kind of, like, looking over them and not responding. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because they, they play it off like, oh, he doesn't understand. They don't talk, you know, which we already kind of got earlier. But... He's clearly being a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Like he's, he understands what they're saying and he's clearly just like ignoring them straight up yes. and not even bothering. And it's, it's hilarious to me, but he's hiding the hammer, doesn't even use it. Um, but then we get this conversation between Tala and Leia. She goes, is it scary doing what you do? She goes, yeah, but it's worth it to help these people. She explains that she wears her gun on the other side as it gives her a faster draw. Now, is that in reference to something later on? Does Leia, like, carry her gun on the other side for some reason? Like, the opposite side, and that's where she draws from? If you think about it, I'm pretty sure I remember her going like this and drawing from across as opposed to next to her. So, I'm just saying, the way, that they, the way they said it there, it seemed like they were setting it up for some type of teachable moment for her, and she picks up on that. Um, because she didn't ask anything about her gun, and she just told her. So, it seems like that was kind of the a... The only time you would really see that is in return. Yes, I and know. I was thinking Jabba's about palace. that. Um, not just the... Jabba's palace, but even later on when they were on on the moon, you know, and you know the whole "I love you, I know," and then she pops out with the gun. Like there were there were the whole Ewok, you know, thing on on. She and, grabs the moon his of gun. Right. She grabs his gun. Yeah, but I'm just thinking like there's multiple times where there were guns involved and stuff there too. So 
I there, there were the whole plenty of opportunities for her to have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, I just seemed like that. It just seemed like that was going somewhere. It might have. I don't. I didn't look too too far into it. But um, anyway, they open a door to a tunnel out, and immediately at this moment, Obi Wan has this panic attack. Very Tony Stark, you know, um, just like in in Iron Man three. And at first I was like, what's in that tunnel? Is Darth Vader like at the other end of the tunnel? No, Darth Vader just showed up on the street. Shows up on the street. That's what's going on. So it's like it just happened to be the same exact moment that they opened up this tunnel. So it was oddly chosen um, the way they did it. I thought it was like if you go down this path, it's going to lead to death type thing. And that's what he felt. But the reality is it's not that it's Vader's there. Yep. He again is shaking his little space boots, you know. Um, staring out the window and watching this, and this scene is very much. It reminds me of of the end of Rogue One. Yeah, it's very just much Dar- Rogue One. Darth, Darth Vader, Vader just is no holds barred, just going at it. Crazy in this. Yeah. So, in order, so just like we saw earlier with the Grand Inquisitor, you know, trying to draw out the Jedi because he can't, you know, help but help people. Um, Vader just ch- rips this man out of a, out of his house, right, and starts <laughs> choking him, like through, force force rips him out, a wall. pulls him pulls him out, um, starts choking him, and then his son runs out and he just snaps his son's neck. Yep, and he's done. And I'm like, oh my! So um, at that point, Kenobi's he just he drags the next person. Yes. So Ugh. later, so. Obi just sends um, Tala and Leia. He's like, go, I'll be right behind you. He keeps doing this. I'll be right behind you. I'll be right behind you. Usually that's when somebody's sacrificing themselves. It's, just, it's the second time that he's done it so far. He did it in the last episode as well. Go on the ship. Oh, I'll right. be right behind right. you. Right. Um, so he's like, I'm going to go lead Vader away. So at this point, as he's going down, he grabs that woman again, force grabs her, and just drags her down the street as she's like crying out and I'm like this is just man Vader is just on a mission here and he's not holding back this guy is is nuts yeah he's he's and, full on trying to lure out Obi-Wan oh, he knows oh, yeah. that he's there and he's like oh, you're yeah. gonna let me do all this you're not gonna you're mm-hmm. not gonna step in you're not gonna help these people I'm gonna get even more force choking grabbing throwing people across the street into brick walls oh, yeah. just absolutely oh, yeah butchering these 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 civilians who were on the street all because yeah. Obi-Wan. Yep. This yep. is fantastic. Absolutely. This is great. So he's hide like Obi-Wan is hiding like by a box somewhere and he's looking and I like how they do it where all of a sudden Vader just turns and like immediately turns right to that box and Obi's gone. Yeah. Like, okay. I like that. It's great. This everything up to this point, fantastic episode. Yes. Then <laughs> Things change. Kenobi hides out. He runs out into a quarry and he's out there. And as he's running, Vader is already just standing there. You know, he pulled a Michael Myers. He's just standing there, mm-hmm. pulls out the lightsaber, red mm-hmm. saber in the dark. Looks amazing. Um, you know, saber ignites. And then Obi-Wan pulls out his saber as if he's about to turn it on. And he just runs away. It runs away. Like, again, <laughs> he just like pees himself and then books it. Runs away. It's it's. it's it was comical. So, this is what so, you were saying. It was hokey. It was not comical. even like a sprint. He lightly jogs. Oh. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. Yes. 
Again, it was like a bad horror movie. Oh my god! I, you know when the girl okay. runs runs up the stairs, it's like yeah, you could have run out the door, would have made more sense. But no, go up the stairs where there's not okay. an easy escape. Okay, I, just do 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 little jaunt through the quarry. Go ahead, Chuck. I love the rest of the scene. Oh my god! <laughs> this is I, Chuck's favorite part of the movie. Is everything no, it's from not. here on? It's not. <laughs> but I I I enjoyed the fact that one he's trying to not fight Darth Vader because he knows that if he does, he's not going to win right now. Oh he's yeah. Not, he's not just all. not going to win. Mm-hmm. But when he has to, he does what he, what he's needed. Um, then it even alludes to the third movie where, when Vader force, pu- force pushes him, Obi-Wan in the, in the third, in, a, in um, Reg of the Sith, actually they have a force push battle and yes. it doesn't happen yeah. in this one. Vader wins. Oh, yeah. um, with ease. With yeah, with ease, it really shows that you know what he's, he's 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 losing, but it's not, it's still not, he, he's not dying right away. He's not even. He is trying. trying to escape. He's not even like. There's no yeah. fight. He's not putting up any kind of resistance at all. Yeah, but when they are so, finally having the saber, the for the five seconds, the saber battle. It's not a saber battle. He, well, Vader's so, using one hand, and he's so, just yes. So here's he's, what I'm he's saying: he's just deflecting Vader's saber at the time, but if, he's doing it enough to just keep himself alive. If you were watching a Halloween movie, you know Michael Myers, you know, would you consider it a battle when he's going after somebody and they try to stop his arm for a second? I wouldn't really call that a battle. That's what was happening here. Either. He was just defending himself in That's any way saying. that he could. He's it just wasn't defend- like there was an equal match right. at all where I would call that if a duel made, or a battle. Right. If they if they made this where you know what, all of a sudden now he's actually fighting him and it's equal and would have made no, no sense. This would have made no sense. But the way they did this actually made sense, and oh, I yeah. and I love the fact that when he gets to the part where he starts dragging him through the flames, I was like. Yes, I I mm. thought it was fantastic. Just the yeah, putting we'll Obi about putting Obi Wan <laughs> through the same pain, kind of what he went through. Yeah, um, I enjoyed mm. it. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> Vader yells out to him. He's like, "You cannot run!" And Obi Wan pulls out his lightsaber, ignites it because he can't see anything. He's out in the dark, so he actually just uses it basically as a defense flashlight. Um, any any. He did. He did speak to him. Actually, um, Obi Wan does what's, say, "What's happened to you?" or something like he's that. He's like, "What? What have you become?" And that's when he says, "I am I what am you've what made, you me. made me." Like, uh... what ten-year-old wrote this script? And that's giving a credit. Ten-year-old. What ten-year-old wrote this dialogue? I am what you made me. That one mm. line was kind of cheesy. I give you that. So that one line made me think two things: one, bad writing, or two, which seemed more obvious. Obi-Wan's just having a nightmare because that is his fear is that he it, everything is him. It's all about his guilt, you know, so it seemed like this was going to lead up to he just had a bad dream. He fell asleep in the shed. No, or something. this wasn't a dream. You know? This is actually happening. I know it's not a dream. It's actually happening. I kind of wished it was if it was, it, you know, just like Luke going into the, uh, you know, to the cave and, and coming face to face with himself as Darth Vader because he sees that he's, you all know, right, being emotionally all right. I'm, driven I'm, and all I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping up your love affair with this episode now. You have gone through an hour and a half of padding this episode with everything that you've loved from this point on this episode is a hot mess 
this battle, mm-hmm. pseudo battle <laughs> or whatever you want to call it, is horrible. The dialogue mm-hmm. is horrible. The fact that this happened way too soon in the series is horrible. This is this Mm-mm. is end game type stuff. And we get there was through this no battle. Whole, Stop. And we get through this whole thing and he's just fending for himself and fending for his life. He's running away from Vader. Like you said, it's like a B-level horror movie, you know, nonsense. It's absolutely ridiculous. Being dragged through the fire and not really suffering a whole lot of burns, like, it was no. so stupid. He would have been Made no sense. A his lot hair more and beard would have been his gone. His beard, his hair, his skin would have been singed. Mm-hmm. It would have been mm-hmm. way more brutal than what it actually was. And the fact that it just ends and Obi-Wan can get away and nobody pursues him through a little bit of fire. Like, the fact that Vader can't walk through this with, with yeah. any kind of ease at all is absolutely ridiculous or force jump over or it or force jump over it or even reach out and force grab obi-wan and pull him back along with whoever is helping him mm-hmm. all of that should have happened like it was right. so stupid and it's like yeah. here's vader who walked into this town on a mission like like no holes barred bad guy i'm going to kill i'm going to choke i'm going to throw people but this little bit of fire right now is going to stop me i can't force grab not Obi-Wan. At all how- stop it i can't force grab obi-wan because <laughs> reasons because the writing won't allow me to grab him and pull him through these flames again it is ridiculous it is See, it is I- such a smack in the face to what or- we saw from vader earlier in this episode like, he was so or, much more powerful five minutes ago, and now all of a sudden, oh, he, he's escaping. I, I, I can't grab him. This is more ridiculous than, than the Inquisitors not being able to run after a Jedi because of some falling bamboo in a tarp. It's dumb. <laughs> or, it's so dumb. Why? Why does this have to happen? Because of what <laughs> Luke says in the trilogy. They're still good in him? They're still good in him. And it's Obi Wan. It's his. It's his former master of what a decade and a half. Yes. So so there is some reluctance. I mean, he's angry. He's he kills pissed him. off. He wants to hurt him. He kills him. He kills him. He kills him. No defense. <laughs> no nothing. I have given up. I am still going to kill you, sir. Right, but that's now another eight years into this way way he's feeling. But there is still good in him, so he's still battling that at this moment. And this is the first time he has seen Obi-Wan in 10 years. So there's got to be some emotional thing going on that he's just sitting there watching him like, I want to drag him. He chopped off his arms and legs, let him burn to a crisp, and then left him for dead. Obi-Wan thought he was dead. He didn't leave him for dead. No, when he he left, he was alive. When Obi-Wan left him there, screaming on that rock, smoldering, he was still alive. Obi-Wan he left a, him for He was dead. engulfed in flames. He was it still was alive. a ball of fire. He was still <laughs> alive. And Obi-Wan left him for dead. Mm. And, he st- and, and in the end, he kills him. I'm all for there being good in, in Anakin when it comes to his kids and anything else that he believes. You know, fine. Obi-Wan, no. I don't mm. buy this at all. This is, mm. this is hokey. BC level horror movie nonsense. That's the way that this this encounter between Obi Wan and Vader ends, and it's stupid. No, Will, Will, I have to say, I'm a little offended that you're not telling us how you really feel about this episode. Can you open up a little bit? 
Oh, I'm going to open up a little bit more when we start talking about this tunnel. <laughs> okay. So, um, that is my yeah. only question. I, I, we'll, I, we'll, we'll get I there. I don't typically disagree with Will. I will say that. Will and I typically see movies we're and stuff. On the same, we're on the same page a lot of the time. More often than not. <laughs> I did enjoy this, though. Um, I thought I'm not, take, was... I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong for enjoying it. I'm saying this was this was there, could they have upgraded some of the lines and not made it so eh, it yes. feels rushed. Do I feel like they should? I'm going to say I said this last time. I see no point whatsoever in bringing Hayden Christensen back in when he's I don't just see a point either. Suit, and they're we're having not, James Earl Jones back in. I don't see a point either. We'll see. Stop. What do you mean? We'll see. We'll see what they do. They just they just showed Darth Vader. So we've got three more episodes, and already in the first three, we've seen a lot. We've of, seen of a lot up. of Vader. We've seen a lot of Vader, but you're yeah. not going to see he's, three episodes, he's back. and we've seen Darth Vader. We have not seen we, Hayden Christensen. I understand that, but we will. Is my point? They not they didn't just throw him in there just to put the guy in the suit. No, we're going to see. Him. I think that's exactly what they did. I think that's no. exactly what they did. I think they 100%. wanted to be. Able, I think they want to be able to put Hayden Christensen's name in the credits, and I think Hayden Christensen probably wants that too. I well, want my name in the in the credits. I want my name attached to something Star Wars that's actually going to be halfway decent. That's not yeah, right. Just like just like that's at all the end, this is when they when they remade Return and they used Hayden Christensen as the Force Ghost of Anakin at the end even, of it. No, like. I think he's doing it just for the sake of my. I, I am now Darth Vader. Yeah, but you're never gonna see his face unless they're doing like they did, like, like they did in this episode where Obi Wan is seeing a memory of Anakin. Mm. This is this is know. this is this is this is credit. I think this is this is credits alone. Right. There's no when other we, reason. We did see him that other time when we saw his eyes at the end of, of the second episode. Which was awesome. Yeah. So and it was I think we're going to have prosthetic. You didn't need him to make that seem possible. No, but it was clear that it was him. So I'm just saying, I, I think we're going to see more of his face at some point anyway. I even, don't if think it's, so. even if it's another quick glimpse like that, like something happens and his helmet gets like broken or something. I don't know. We're going to, I think we're going to see something. I don't. But we already saw the face. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, with a mask on. In a back to tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, was that yeah. was that was enough. You didn't need him yeah, for that. That was enough. He was it not was necessary good. to make that seem possible. You could have mm, done that with no. anybody. Yeah, but why? Why bother? I don't know. Um, what we got here is, I mean, it's, we're kind of way out of order here, but basically, Leia sends Tala back to help um, Obi Wan. Yep. While she's running down there, um, and that's while and at that same time, Reva is searching the shed. Yep. She basically tells her, run till, till you reach the port and you'll meet the pilot there. And that's when you get Vader attacking Obi. Um, the years have made you weak. You should have killed me when you had the chance. That whole thing. Uh, Rava finds the safe room with all the Jedi graffiti there. She's getting pretty, you know, she's getting emotional about it. Obviously, you know, she sees the, the, the Jedi symbol there, the symbol of the Jedi Order. You know, little wings and all that stuff. And, um... That's when, you know, around that time, she opens up the tunnel, sees that, and she's going to go down the tunnel. So, 
Yeah, this is the part that confuses me because this is—it's very confusing. It's Tala confusing. didn't run into her. It's not confusing. Tala didn't this is, run this into is, her. This is, no, it's not confusing. This is a continuity <clears throat> error. This is a problem. This is mm. this is this is this is a this is a mining mistake. This is a mining town. This is not. This is a tunnel. And this this is a series of tunnels. No, no, it's one. Yes, it's one tunnel. No. It's a series it's of tunnels. It's one tunnel. Mm. Okay, show me a branch. Show me, show me, show me, show me a, a, a detour. Show me a different path. It's in the this only episode. thing that makes sense is it's a series of tunnels. It's one it meets tunnel. somewhere. This is the time. This is the time where he brings up the scene from Loki and brings up the the multiverse branching out because of what happens. It's a, it's a branch of tunnels. That's what it looks like. No, it's, it's one. Not a branch no, of tunnels. she one says tunnel. it's a tunnel because that leads the, to the port. It's it's. They have if been that going. Was the case, straight. It wouldn't make any sense. She tells her. Keep going straight until you come across mm-hmm. the port. This is a straight right. tunnel. So here's the here's just two things, two theories. One, all I thought was if Tala's going that way and Rava's coming this way, they're gonna bump into each other. She's gonna take Tala out and then go after Leia. That makes and they should have, but that's not what they did. That is not what so happened. The, so so the other option is it's a series of tunnels because they are a mining town and they would have had tunnels to go to different places they need to get to if they're in hiding. Like, so there's an alternate branch in this tunnel that brings her to the exact same spot. No, no. This is the other part of it. Rava knows where they're going. Again, she's force sensitive, uh, knows where they're going, knows where the port is and just went to it. Saying this tunnel must go to a to a place out of here and just went to it. The port wasn't underground; it was just at the under other end of a tunnel. I don't buy that. Neither do I. Mm. Well, if that's she's the force case, sensitive, if so that's okay. She's, she's okay. So how does she make it she's there not... before Leia? Hmm? How does she make it there before Leia? She went the other way. What Leia's other a way? Kid. Okay, so like I, I don't then know. like I just she, said. She got. Then she like got I just said, there are multiple branches of this tunnel that all lead to the same spot. There's. No. That's but that's what you yes. That's not what I'm I said there are two theories. One is his branches. And and where um, and no, and Tala went a different way. And so that's why she didn't go back that same way because she went to go see Obi-Wan who wasn't there. He was somewhere else out in the quarry. In in so order for this to that. make sense, you have the to other have thing. one opening and one exit okay. and multiple branches in between. Ready? This is the exact same thing. How did Darth Vader show up in the quarry before Obi-Wan did when he was running away from him and he was in the street? They're in an open area. They're not uh-huh. in a tunnel. And I never said that Rava did not d- didn't leave the tunnel. She knows the tunnel would leave to a port for escape, so she went to the port. Didn't say she took a tunnel. We saw her they traveling showed her, the tunnel. They saw her running down the tunnel, though. Running down the tunnel or opening the tunnel? I saw we saw Tala her traveling down the tunnel. this tunnel. Mm, I don't know. If that's a continuity error, it doesn't make sense that they would do that. None of that makes any sense. Exactly. That's why it's called a continuity error. <laughs> yeah, but that's a huge continuity error with everybody's like, wait, what? I get that, but that's why it's called the continuity error. That's why it's error. called the continuity error. Yeah, that's error. the same as like saying that somebody's running down the street in Japan, another person's running down the street in Washington, D.C., and they bump into each other. Like, that, that doesn't make sense. And that's, exactly. that's how big of an issue this is. If so I this think made we're missing sense, something here. If this made sense... It wouldn't be a continuity error. I know that, but it's not a it continuity error. It would make sense. It's, 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 a, it's a continuity error in the same episode. That's a so? huge flaw, and I don't, I don't see... Hmm? I said so. 
So that's a really big deal. That's like yeah, it's a big it's deal. Not even, it's not even. That's it's why not even I have a problem with it because it's, it's a it's massive con- deal. <laughs> it's not even so much continuity. It's just common sense. I you know there you that. go that too <laughs> sure. But that's my but that's my point is I don't remember seeing Rava running down the tunnel either way. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. She opens up the next tunnel and starts opens the tunnel. Down. And starts opens up the down. next tunnel. What, what do you mean opens, next tunnel? She opens up the opening to the tunnel and she begins. Uh-huh. She 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 she's going. I don't see her going anywhere. I don't see her going anywhere. She okay. opened up the tunnel. She looks at it. Nope. She did not run down the tunnel. I'm watching it right now. She didn't run anywhere. She looked. She nodded, and then it cut back over to everything else going on. And then she never. She's we never see her in the tunnel on the other end. Because she knew where it was going, and she got out. How did she know where it was going? Because she sensed it. Oh my I don't God. know, because she knew. But again, <laughs> if, if somebody's going to use a tunnel to escape, where do you escape? I don't know, a place where there's a ship? Okay, Lee. They've got people out there scoping stuff out. Okay. They have a whole, you know, you know empirical army. Sure. So, I'm just saying, we didn't see her go down the tunnel. Okay. So no one said that she did. She went down the tunnel. You, you, got, you guys made something up. We didn't Go make ahead and rewatch anything it. up. I'm not making you just, anything up. You just up. said you saw her running down a tunnel. He that said is running. Absolutely I didn't baloney. say running. I said she went in. She didn't go in. She went in the tunnel. Look at it. It doesn't she's show it. Looking, she opened the entrance she, and she's looking at the tunnel. What else are you supposed yeah. to think? And Let she me turn around. Wouldn't it make sense? No, it wouldn't make to, sense. To head, to head them off to get down no, there No, it wouldn't make any sense. It arrive? would make sense for her to Is go down the tunnel. How would she know where this goes? <sighs> this winding I would, tunnel. I would, you see I, I would winds and curves to, within this tunnel, and she just magically knows where it, it, where it ends. No. No. That doesn't make any sense. I didn't say anything about magic. So, no. Okay. I'm not saying that it, it, it's a flawless thing. I'm saying something was up and there was something else that she did. She did not go down the tunnel. If she went down the tunnel, she would have bumped into Tala. She didn't. Therefore, no, that theory makes no sense. She didn't go in the tunnel, got on a bike, and rode over to where a port was that was in that general direction, took the guy out, this is a reach. saw the other end of the tunnel. This is a reach. Well, it's the only thing that this makes sense. M- this is a massive reach. Why would they put something out that we're watching right in front of us and then two seconds later see something that makes zero sense? We're not the only ones who would question it if that was actually the case. Most people look at it and go, oh, she must have went around and, cu- and cut her off. Duh. That would make sense if she actually knew where it came out. Well, how did how why did would they introduce, Vader... why would Why would Disney introduce Quicksilver and not call him Quicksilver? <laughs> Why would Darth Vader somehow know exactly where Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be? They're in, the in an open area. They can see. Yeah, yeah and they're, she's they're, in an open they're, area they're, they're, line when she doesn't sight. go in the tunnel. <laughs> You're trying to compare a tunnel to an open area. So what? Did Darth Vader just fly up in the air and watch Obi-Wan run? And goes, he oh, ran that's up where a hill. Going. He lightly jogged up a hill. It's not too hard to watch a man jogging. If you're right in front of me and you start jogging up a hill, I can see you on said hill or mm-hmm. mound or, 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 or lump of dirt. He didn't, he didn't jog up a hill. He ran around mounds of stone. I would... Whatever. If this was happening in an open area, I would still be able to see you doing it. You're not hiding. Mm. 
This is this is this is this is a wide open area. Let's like for mining, whatever you want to call it. They're not encased in like a room where he can easily hide. They're not both running down a tunnel. There are three people in this tunnel, and Rava is magically teleporting all Rava over the tunnel. Rava is not in the tunnel. <laughs> on top she is of not this, in the tunnel. On top of this, this tunnel has been secret for a long time. So yes, she now finds one end of this secret tunnel. Yes. How does she how many times know- have we? How many times have we watched movies where somebody finds out how somebody escaped, and then they show up at the other side of where they escaped? Tons of times. Multiple times. That's what makes it like a thriller. Like, oh, how did they get there? Well, they knew that they escaped this way, so they must have found a way over there. Every single movie where somebody is being chased like that and they find an escape route, they right, catch up with how, them by going in a different direction. This mostly happens in the most campiest of like 1960s Bond films. Not and, true. When, and they <laughs> usually have an idea of, when, of where the other side actually is. So... If this is a secret tunnel and it comes out in a secret location and it starts in a secret location, if you find one end of said secret tunnel, how does she know where the other end of said secret tunnel ends up? Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's not behind her. It's in front of her. It's a tunnel that can move. Exactly. It's a tunnel. It snakes around. It's not going straight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, thing, it's not like she's looking through the straight thing and going, oh my gosh, here's the other side of it. The tunnel doesn't go through. underground. It doesn't uh, matter. Look, the, tu- the tunnel's not going down and then under something. It's straight. So if there's like a mountain there, then clearly the t- tunnel's going through the mountain. So what's on the other side of the mountain? There's no mountain. Now you're making stuff up. But anyways, to d- or whatever's there. But you're you're okay. So you're criticizing Chuck Wait, and I what, for what making is, what, things what up, of, and now you're making things up to support your conclusion. What does this conclusion. tunnel look like on the outside? It doesn't if this matter. Is, if this... We don't know. It doesn't it's matter easy. what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it looks like at all. And your whole thing about oh, she knows where it goes because she's force sensitive. We just in the last episode witnessed no, her I'm reading somebody's mind to reasons. get information. She read no <laughs> minds to get this. She just, mm-hmm. she just knows because she's Force-sensitive. You said these words. I'm giving you multiple explanations for what could possibly answer it. But the point is, even other movies where the Force is not involved, if somebody knows there's an escape route, they find a way to, to cut them off and to show up at the other side. It happens all the time. It's a common movie trope. And it's a problem a in every not common con- movie trope. No, it's a because this person can issue. hop on a bike and ride their bike over to an area and say, oh, look, there's a port. I wonder if there's a tunnel. Look, I just found the end of a tunnel. Let's kill this pilot and stand here and catch the person, the little kid who's walking. First of all, yeah, walking down the tunnel. She's not running. She's walking down the tunnel. Pretty sure she hopped on a bike. Drove in that general direction, found a ship that was getting ready to take off. General direction. Mm-hmm. That and, general and, and direction, tunnel, not behind a, her, in front and, of her. And, and we don't know where it is. What if that tunnel went because down they're, because they're and curving, then did a loop and came back around? They're curving and what winding through this tunnel. Like, there are camera angles inside this tunnel that shows curves and winds, so there is no general direction that you can fix onto. Okay. If you, take, if you go on a water slide and it curves and winds, is it going to go down into a pool? Well, yeah, that's a water slide. Plus, you can see oh, like right. massive okay. tubes going all over the place when you're looking right. at water so, slide. Right, so you would, as- you would assume that it would be ending in a pool, not just like throw you off in the concrete somewhere. Hmm, just like anything, if you're trying to hide somebody and smuggle them off a planet, it would make sense that this would lead to a port where they could get onto a ship, right? Unless they're in a place where the ship is not in the open, 
and not in a general area where they where they know what's happening and it's in a True. different like out in the middle of a field. True. Good thing there's a bunch of stormtroopers everywhere who can report anything weird going on that they could pick up on if they're investigating because they're looking for Jedi on this planet. There are no stormtroopers. So let's do it in an one... open port. We saw stormtroopers. No, I right didn't on the say that. With I, the Inquisitors. I didn't say that. I said there are no stormtroopers to be seen when Reva is at the end of this tunnel. It's not her. even Reva is to be seen. Like she's just standing she's there, it's just standing, her legs. She's standing That's there the over two dead guards. You don't guards. know what's happening. Over over two you don't dead know people. what's happening. You don't know what's happening behind her. And you My don't know that she you... didn't go into the tunnel. Well, I do, because if she went into the tunnel, oh she would have bumped into the tunnel. So, so, I can't know what happens at the other end. That's a problem. I'm saying nobody who makes a movie, unless it's like, it, it would be that dumb to do what you guys think happened. Of course they would. No, they wouldn't. Of course they would. I'm going to go down this tunnel, this one singular tunnel that everybody happens to be I'm going, going to down. introduce Quicksilver and call him Ralph. Uh-huh. That's a tease to something later that on. That is not a tease. That is a it smack is. in the years face. Ago. It is. It was a year I'm going to turn I'm going to turn happened. I'm going to turn Boba Fett into a laughingstock. This has nothing to do with with the comments, the the actual physical situation of somebody running down a tunnel and then somebody who didn't running down the same tunnel and not bumping into each Neither other. Neither does a campy villain knowing exactly where the, the the good guy is going. In every other movie that you're trying to bring up right now, sir. It's not every other movie. It's every single movie. If somebody is running away from somebody and they see this escape route and they get to the end and someone's suddenly there, it happens constantly. Every single thriller, every single horror. Even yeah, those are also movies. the stupid horrors and thrillers where they're running and Freddy, uh, Jason Voorhees is just not walking talking about, and still no. catches them. You know, no, I'm not it, talking about those at all. Then what, what are you talking about? Okay, so every example that we're bringing up, you keep saying, I'm not talking about that. Even in I'm Scream. I'm not talking about the campy stuff. Then what are you talking about? Everything else. Example. Even in those. Give me an example. Name an action movie. No, 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 no. That's not the way this works. Give me an example. Give me one example you... of when this works. All the time. You can't. Just say you can't. <laughs> Fine. Uh, oh. Face off. When? Where? In it. When? I bet you, when? I bet you it's happened. When? Watch it. No, stop, man. Give me, give an example. All right, we're going we're gonna to leave it at this, and I would love it if people would actually come in and comment, because if you think that it doesn't make sense that the person could go in a different direction and find them at the end, if you can't understand Just so everyone's aware, that, that's Lee's way of saying, I can't I have actually no give an example. <laughs> no, it's, it's, my, it's my way of saying we've been doing this for two hours, and I'm all set for the rest of the day, because it's two hours to talk about a 40-minute episode, and I've got, I've got life to live. Okay. So, um, I guess that's where we're going to end this. Anybody who's got common sense and wants to, you know, comment on this and say, yeah, that does make sense. Um, like, why? Because why would they make it like this? Please do so. Um, but we if will. If anyone pick thinks this, up. this is a continuity error, please comment. <laughs> this is a massive. This is a massive error. It's. It doesn't make any sense that they would make an error like that. I just don't understand. So I don't think it, they would make an error like that. I think it was just an error that they did not catch. Hence the term How error. How can they not catch it, though? How, How can, can they, they not, not catch they... a lot of things? How could they not catch 
that's different than than Christian crew, Bale having a, a fight and then jeans. coming. Up, how can they how can they catch Christian Bale having a fight in equilibrium and then he's fine? Then he comes up and elevated and there's blood all over his shirt. What well, happened? Well, because because they didn't show what happened there. It's the same thing. He probably got into a fight with some more people and got blood on him. How can we they don't not know. catch? How can they not catch Obi Wan's hair not being singed off? That's that is an issue. I agree. I'm not saying anything about that. So, um, we will catch up with you guys next week when we talk about part four. Um, Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good one, guys. (laughs) 